0: I have a bone to pick with you yeah you you right there that's listening and i came here today to apologize to me on behalf of all of you this is i know i'm crazy podcast with naja hall stay tuned prefer to make evergreen content for this podcast evergreen content is content that doesn't go out of date it revolves around a topic that always is relevant to my listeners regardless of the current news cycle or the season it really is legitimately named evergreen from the plant that retains its green all year round but today is different the world is different and i'd be remiss if i didn't acknowledge there and we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic As of yesterday, April 9th, 2020, the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, has claimed 4,811 lives in the United States. 6,200 of the deceased are New Yorkers. God bless my city. So today I'm changing up the format a little. I want to test out some new segments and I need all of you to be brutally honest about how you like them. Since we're in the middle of of a mandatory quarantine you got no better place to be so you stuck here with me (laughs) before we get into it let's talk about this bone that i need to pick with all of you though so i got an email the other day from a company that tracks my podcast rankings the email started off with this big congratulations you're ranked topped on itunes blah 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 But then when I went to click on the analytics, I noticed I was ranked number 37 in the kids and family category. 37, y'all? Come on. Y'all could do better than that. One of my favorite people in the world and one of my in my head life coaches, Ricky Bobby says, if you're not first, you're last. And I really don't have anybody to blame for my number 37 rank. But my listeners, you, you there in your car. In your bed. You that's out for a run right now. You that's on the beach. This is all because of you and your support. Now, I rarely read reviews because strangers sometimes talk reckless online. And I'd rather not have nasty words lowering my energy vibration. But I decided to go there today. God, I hope I don't regret this. (laughs) So here's what you guys are saying about Miss Naja and this podcast. Mrs. Nia says um avid podcast listener first review okay so miss nia she knows podcasts she she's an expert she says oh my goodness i can't say how much of this came when i needed it most in 2015 when i was a 49 year old soon to be empty nester a mom of four my last child at home a senior in high school fast forward to present day 51 year old married to the love of my life i'm a menopausal stepmom dear god A four-year-old twins and a six-year-old that we have full custody of with no biological mother in the picture. And an 11-year-old that we have joint custody of with a high-conflict mom in the picture. On the verge of becoming unhinged, I have found my new tribe. Listening to this podcast while driving, I immediately pulled over to join Naja's VIP stepmom Black Room. Anyone in a similar situation, I implore you to do the same. Mrs. Nia, thank you. If you're listening to this right now, thank you. Please send me a, uh, like a personal note so I can know who you are. I have a gift for you. Y'all know I love giving gifts. Okay, so Nikki Formolo says, Naja is every stepmom's BFF. Honestly, I'm not sure how I made it to start for my step-parenting journey without the advice of Naja. She spoke directly to my heart and offered sound advice that I will always carry with me. Whether you're a stepmom or not, this podcast is a must. Okay, okay, Nikki. So Teresa says, Naja is funny and enlightening. She makes emotions tangible by using hilarious analogies. Listening to Naja has given me the tools to work through barriers in my journey. The information she shares is relatable and easy to follow. Thank you for the laughs and new perspectives. Aww, Thank you, Teresa. That's what's up, girlfriend. And so y'all know, you know, I I went down into the rabbit hole of reading comments. And there is some punk asses out there that left me like bad reviews. Now, I couldn't really find many on this podcast. And so there's no better people to read it than my stepkids. For some reason, guys, these twin eight-year-olds find sport in reading bad reviews online they'll go to these little gaming systems they have and uh, the apps that they have on their tablet and they'll go and read the reviews. And I've overheard them laughing for hours at reviews. So let me go and grab them (laughs) so that they can read the bad reviews because I think they'll find it's pretty fun. Hold on one second. Hello,
1: my name is Macy J. Hall. I am Miss Naja's stepdaughter. And today I'm going to be reading some bad reviews. I gave this podcast a one-star because I couldn't give no stars. I listened to Najah's advice and my boyfriend broke up with me. Terrible trash. <laughs> Why are y'all talking about Miss Naja like this? My name is Maxwell Hall. I'm Miss stepson and I am eight years old. This podcast is terrible. I put my baby to sleep. To the sound of Naja's voice. <laughs> This is
0: boring, and I'm mad I can never get these 48 minutes of my life back. Wow, so you guys really like me, huh? You know what? Since the world is essentially on pause, and we could all use a little pick-me-up, I'm going to be posting new episodes every Tuesday. When life gets back to normal, we'll go back to our every other Tuesday podcast schedule. So please keep that in mind. Um, for now, we're going to be hanging out every week. People, you know, we got to kind of support each other through this. All right, so the new segments that I want to try are Tell Me Why You Mad. So in this piece, I get to rant about random stuff that really pisses me off. And it's just a hot minute of me complaining, you know. You know, like it's I'm complaining, I'm yelling, I'm screaming, but I get to get it out. You know, I'm a life coach in real life. So all day my job is to listen to the lamentations of others and help them through their issues. And so I guess to be quite frank, I I need a release too. So tell them why you mad (laughs) is where I get to release. So don't hold that segment against me. The next one is that I'm gonna be debuting is the Ask Nausea segment. My audience, you, you all, you get to call in and let me help you solve your problem on air. Hang out till the end because I'm going to be giving you info on how you can join me live on air for the Ask Nausea segment. Last is the what's hot segment. I'm going to select one topic from one of my many online forums or the comment section of some of my online forums. And we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to read you some of the responses. And you know, this is kind of meant to be interactive. Okay. Without further ado, here are my segments. Naja's rant of the day is brought to you by VIP Stepmom, a community for women crazy enough to love men with children. You know how when a friend of yours has like a bad situation and they're seeming to catastrophize it, but you wanna go and minimize it? Don't do that, that is so annoying. For example, a friend is like, oh my God, I didn't get the job I wanted and here you go being all self-righteous talking about
1: well at least you have a job there's millions of people
0: in this world that can't find a job do you know the employment unemployment figures right now are 40 million people at least you can put food on the kids table look dude shut up shut up about that in the moment if a friend comes to you lamenting about whatever their situation no matter how small you think it is sometimes listen It's okay to shut your mouth and just let them talk. Don't trivialize a person's problems because it's not a problem to you. Help them in the moment. If I'm drowning and I'm reaching my hand up for you to grab it, this is not the time for you to tell me, Naja, I told you to go and take swimming lessons, but you didn't listen. I don't want to hear that right now. Grab my hand and help me to shore. And then when I catch my breath and I am okay, maybe just maybe i want to hear what you're talking about until then help me by shutting up (laughs) now didn't i tell you all that i had a lot to get off my chest i am so excited to see or to read your comments and find out how you feel about these segments so up next is ask nausea check this one out i think you're gonna Find this one interesting. Hi, y'all. You're here with Ask nausea Today, I am here with Lisa. Lisa has an interesting situation, and when I was reading her experience, I was like, "Girl, you got to come on and kind of explain to the people what exactly is happening," and then you and I are going to come up with some solutions. So, what? Tell, just give them some. Like, talk about what's happening here.
1: Okay. Um. Well, I'm a mother to a twelve-year. Girl's son and his son's. I'm sorry, my son's father is currently married. He moved from the state that we all lived in to another state. And like I said, he's currently married, but he has a living girlfriend and he helps take care of the girlfriend's daughter. And his wife also moved to the same state where him and his girlfriend uh, moved to with their three daughters. And I guess my issue is how do I? Because my son asks a lot of questions, he asks me questions that he will not even dare speak to his dad. Um, but the main one being, my, my concern is, how do I explain to my son, basically, that this is not a healthy family dynamic? Um, he he asks me, you know, why does, basically, why is daddy still married to stepmom if he doesn't want to be with her because he lives with girlfriends? And when he goes to see his dad, they all go on outings together. Um, They take pictures together. The girlfriend's daughter spends the night with the wife's children at the wife's house. And my son, you know, he notices a lot of friction and, I guess, tension between the girlfriend and and the wife because he'll even say um, when – the wife isn't with, he'll even say things like basically the girlfriend always called daddy baby when stepmom isn't with us. But when stepmom is with us, she'll call him by his first name. And like I said, my son is 12. This has been going on um, since he was about seven. So, you know, at first, he didn't really understand but now i think you know because he's maturing he's understanding, hey you know wait a minute and now he's asking me questions that i really don't know how to answer because i really can't <laughs> tell him right what i want to tell him <laughs> so i need some help okay who this is a basically, lot basically i don't want my son i don't want, i don't want my son growing up thinking you know that it's the life to have a a a, a wife and a girlfriend too so
0: it sounds like They, The three of them, the three adults over there, dad, wife, and girlfriend, have some sort of working arrangement. Because they take pictures together, they go on outings together, they share kids between households. Is it possible that this is like a sister-wife situation
1: and you just don't know the true details of it? Okay, so we're from the South. First of all, let me explain that. that. So that didn't happen as as far as a, a sister-wife type of deal. Um, and I know that for a fact, we're all from the same area, we're from the South, so polygamy isn't practiced, you know, here in the South. Um, but just to d- dig a little deeper, I don't understand the whole dynamic between the wife and the stepmom because the, the husband slash boyfriend of the trio he, you know, was involved in a domestic incident with the girlfriend's ex-husband, to where there was a shooting in self-defense. So now it's like the boyfriend is raising his girlfriend's daughter that that he killed in self-defense. The the father. Oh my god! Uh, like oh I don't my... even know how to make that sound. So like wait a he's minute. Right. So I, I this
0: the, the girlfriend. The who. Okay, I'm confused. The girlfriend also has a boyfriend who killed her baby daddy or your son's father had to kill his girlfriend's
1: baby daddy in self-defense? So my son's father killed his girlfriend in self-defense. So now he's raising basically his stepdaughter and his stepdaughter doesn't know that he killed... Her father because she was around like three or four when it happened and i mean it's not that they're just married it's just i mean they still act like they're you know it's not like oh they're just married on paper no that's not the case they are
0: actually living and um, functioning as a married couple and he also has a girlfriend you know what okay now one thing about it is what what happens you know when we separate from our child's other parent we no longer have control over what our child sees what they are influenced by i mean heck i know some households where they practice two completely di- different religions they go to mosque on friday and church on sunday you know they're different households um some households a kid might have certain dietary res- restrictions hey my kid doesn't eat pork with me and dad could be like well over here we do and so Right. that's the tough part about when you're co-parenting and you're not on the same page with the other person. Cause you cannot control the narrative in their household and, and vice versa. And you can't control what your child is exposed to. You can only hope and pray that the negative influences don't stick with their child. So I, you know, I'm not going to say that the other household has no responsibility, but over here in this case, I want to focus on you and what you do in your household because your son is of age. Now he is, He's seeing things. He's influenced by what dad is doing. He might even think it's cool to have a wife and a girlfriend. I mean, we all know in uh, a lot of internet culture, especially Instagram culture, it ain't such a bad thing for a guy to have a couple of different women all over the place. This is where work as mom comes in though. This is where you have to be his influence on letting him know that this lifestyle, should you choose to pattern after it, this, These are the consequences. This is, what, this is what happens. Your father is, even though he's gotten off, your father is a murderer. He's had to take a person's life simply because of a relationship. He also has a wife. What you're doing when you do that, you are breaking women. And yes, these women are probably not unhappy. Like you said, like the girlfriend kind of sneaks around and Says baby, or the wife says baby. These women aren't free to openly love him. And so you can let your son know the ramifications. Should he decide to pattern himself after dad? Should he decide to think it's cool and I'm going to do what dad does? That's the only thing you can do is be his teacher. And I'm pretty sure you've tried to speak to dad. I mean, heck, you might have even tried to speak to his girlfriend and his wife and just say, hey, I don't want my child exposed to this. But unless you have a court order, those people can continue to do and teach and lead exactly how they want to. So, if I were you, I would equip my child with what best practice is. And from what I'm understanding from you, best practice is to for a man to not have a wife and a girlfriend even if these women seem to agree. If you want, to, you mentioned that you were from the south and so uh, you're from the Bible Belt somewhere. I'm assuming And so you can just let him know and maybe speak on religious principles. But all in all, understand that your son is going to try some things. He's going to make his own decisions. And the thing that's going to keep you comfortable at night is knowing that you've given him all of the tools to be a successful man and have future successful relationships. That's the best that you are going to be able to do, mom. But you you know, you want your son to build a house, you want to give him all the tools, right? You don't want him to give him a fork and a spoon to build a house. You want to raise him into a God-fearing man that will have right. a wife and a family of his own. So you've got to give him all the tools to do that in spite of what dad is doing. And it might take some undoing and some unworking. You can find positive male examples because just to undo what dad is doing over there. I, I'm sure you know plenty of of positive males that can encourage your son to to be to choose one path ultimately though mama is your choice it's absolutely your choice so much right. luck to you, many blessings to you and your family and I know that you're going to do what needs to be done to keep your son on the track in which you believe. That would serve him best. And do you have any
1: questions for me? Well, you kind of, you know, my question, you know, more so was, how do I, you know, explain to him and yeah. so on. But you know, you you pretty ran ran uh, with the overview, yes, of your response. You um, know, you if know, I were you, that's I what would I do be... anyway. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's just a man, you know, on a daily basis, right? Um, you know, trying to, like you said, un- undo a lot of what you know he's been surrounded by, and it
0: sucks because. You know, you you
1: can put all this good, positive knowledge in your son and he
0: goes over there and it's, it seems like it's erased, but I promise you that everything you're saying to him is not, I promise you it's not erased because indirectly. You know, our children might, we might think they're just playing the game or just playing on their phones, but they're listening to everything, every single thing we say. Their minds aren't sharp enough to completely block us out. They don't even have that capability as 12 year olds yet. So he hears and he's absorbing every single lesson that you are teaching him. You got to keep talking to the boy. You got to keep drilling him. And I wouldn't be so hard on him. You know, I would just say, hey, son, you have the right to make choices. But if you make this choice, more than likely, this is how it's going to turn out. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Good, good. Lisa, you're doing a good job. You know, you have a very interesting situation. I have never heard anything like this before, but I hope that, um, I know that the fact that you reached out means that you know to equip your son with the tools for success and you've already defined success and now he just has to, he has to, you know, be able to have room to define that for himself as well.
1: Well, thank you for hearing me out
0: absolutely thank you so much for being here girlfriend and have a good one so that was a lot wasn't it i surely was not expecting the phone call to go that way but as you can see um that's why my job is a whole lot of fun because we never know who we're going to talk to what issues we can kind of help solve on the spot and i want to hear from you so remember how I told you I wanted you to be on my Ask Nausea segment? Well, if you want to ask me questions on air, email me at podcast at Naja Hall. And be sure to include a contact phone number and a good time to call you. And we'll set it up so that you can come on air and get your Ask Naja question answered. So finally, my goodness, now let's just go to something simple. What's simple on this podcast, right? So we're going to talk about what's hot, what's new, what's been going down in my Facebook groups. So as you know, everyone is sheltering in place. So people have a whole lot of time to talk about a whole lot of stuff on the internet. So a well-meaning woman posted a question in one of my Facebook groups. I'm going to read it and give you some background. She says, biological mothers, would you feel uncomfortable receiving helpful information regarding the healing of a scalp infection on your three-year-old if it was given to you from the girlfriend or fiance of your child's dad? Here's the background. From the um, woman that made the post. She says, the mom felt some type of way after I sent her information from a nurse that I work with. And I'm really close to regarding how to treat a badly infected cradle cap infection on my soon to be stepdaughter's head. Instead of replying or even thanking me, she called my fiance and thanked him. Then he told her to thank me since he wasn't the one who did anything. She then proceeds to say, that was nice and I guess, but I'd rather you send me information like that. Mind you, we visited just yesterday, and she was talking to both of us about the infection and even carried on as if we were friends. If you've ever read some of my previous posts, you know that she's super toxic and high conflict. And despite it all, I've remained kind and compassionate toward her. So for her to have a sudden switch is just baffling. It makes me want a nacho so bad, but I don't have the heart for it. I love my soon-to-be stepdaughter so much. Okay, so listen... So many things could have been done differently here. Now, I tell women all the time, the fella, the man in the middle and his little pickle stick are the reason that we're all in this family system, in this blended family in the first place. If it weren't for him, you know, he had kids with somebody else. He would have stayed with her. We wouldn't be here, blah, blah, blah. But we're here. It's really up to him to help seamlessly navigate to bring his new woman into his pre-existing family, his ready-made situation, and to usher his child's mother into a place of peace. Now, the fact that he said, hey, don't thank me, thank her, it was from her, that was kind of a dunce move. Why couldn't he just say, hey, you know, you're welcome. That woman over there, that mother knows damn well that daddy doesn't know a thing about infection, especially if she knows that the stepmom works in the nursing office. She knows anything about hair or cradle cap probably came from the woman anyway. But she just does not want to talk to the woman. And being told to thank a person for something that you feel like your co-parent should be doing is kind of a slap in the face. I and mean, it's kind of insulting. Also, Stepmom mentioned that she said, if you've seen any of my previous posts and you know that this mom is toxic and high clumpet, girlfriend, why are you expecting peace from a person who you've already said and posted about that numerous times? Why are you expecting something more from a toxic person than to be toxic? If that's the case, if you believe she's going to change overnight, then I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. That's just not the case. We have to remember that people aren't going to change and morph that much. Now, I will believe a change if someone came to me and acknowledged their wrongdoing and we were able to have a sit down and a meeting of a minds and cry it out and shake hands and then agree. And then no incidents happen for about six months to a year. Then I would know that they were truly changed. This woman who stepmom claims is toxic and high conflict. I'm kind of doubting that right now. I don't know. Sounds like she's just a woman who has her boundaries on how she wants to deal with a person that she didn't create a kid with. But if stepmom wants to continue to believe that this person um, can and will change, that's on her. But you're going to be constantly disappointed. And maybe you should talk to your man about keeping what happens within your household in your home. That woman does not owe you a thank you. She doesn't really even owe you acknowledgement. While it would be nice and it would be kind, I mean, she's sending the kid to be with their father. You kind of are just the addition to her. Now, to your man, you should be the queen. You should be that one that's put on the pedestal. He should make sure that the baby, when she's old enough, acknowledges you. But that ain't really mama's job. Like I said, while these niceties would be awesome, it's not a mandatory thing. I mean, we weren't all raised the same. Some people were literally raised by wolves. So that's kind of my take on it. And also, I don't think the stepmom should nacho with the kid just because she's had an incident or run in that she didn't like or that made her feel small and minimized with the child's mother. If the mother truly is toxic, as stepmom claims, then, you know, toxic moms, they get enmeshed with these kids. They can't see where they end and where their kids begin. Well, stepmom, if the child's mom is doing that to her. It kind of sucks if you're doing it, too. Don't enmesh her with her mother. She's a completely different individual. You can have a completely different relationship with this kid than when you have with mother. But if you start treating her this way and she's three years old, I guarantee to you she's going to be a real easy repository for mama's junk. So that's what's hot. <laughs> in the spot right now I remember I want to hear from you guys I want to know how you liked the segments what did you think about them I want your honest opinions and if you need to reach me if you want to be on a segment if you want to be on the, on the ask nausea segment or you are one of these people that want to give me your opinion privately via email you, of course you can leave an iTunes review <laughs> then you can always reach me at podcast at nausea hall and don't forget if you want to be on the ask Naja segment then you got to leave a contact phone number (sighs) okay so let me just tell y'all what's been up with me because we haven't really connected in a while you all know that i post new episodes every other tuesday and i'm sure you noticed that i have kind of been missing well and i kind of sound different so tony and i my husband we came to texas about a month and a week ago just for a regular weekend visitation with the kids we were supposed to have them for the weekend um the end of their spring break to be exact so then all hell breaks loose meaning a pandemic happens and the kids are with us and we're like oh my god and so uh, between the co-parents a decision was made and between Tony and I because you know wife runs a roost Tony and I agreed that um you know we could handle keeping the kids or we we thought that we could we didn't know how long it will be we're like yeah you know what's an extra extra week to spend time with them it's like a gift to us so needless to say you know we live in new york city between the time that we left and about six or seven days later new york city pretty much closed down like new york is closed y'all know if you've seen my instagram post we left our car at the airport we were not planning on being away this long we literally only brought three changes of clothes which means i came to texas with three pairs of undies so it's been almost um it's been like what's today's day april i don't even know today's day april 9th we are going with now so we're in an airbnb We are all here. Thank God we found a nice Airbnb and, um, you know, it it feels like the summer vacations, except for the kids have hella homeschool, like I'm sure your kids do. So we found a pretty good routine and I, I can't say that I'm mad at these moments. I'm so thankful because it's so much has worked in our family's favor. I just want to know, how are you all handling this pandemic? I've been hearing from so many people that are having custody issues. You know, I've seen a lot of families that are being really nice to one another. Mine is being actually quite kind to one another right now. My blended family, rather. But I'm noticing that are some people that are in high conflict situations and their co-parent or counterparent, because ain't nothing co about it, is really using this pandemic to further withhold visitation or to further their mission to alienate a loving parent and if that's you you suck and you know who you are but I guarantee to you when the courts open back up because they're really not hearing a lot of these um minor they're them minor custodial issues right now they're only seeing emergency cases so when the courts back open back up If you are co-parenting with a person that has used this pandemic to hurt you, to harm you, to keep your kid away, and they've kept your kid in harm's way, I'm going to give you a quick um, piece of advice. Make sure in writing, you ask that person if they are withholding the child, number one, why are you withholding the child? And then you need to be very forthcoming with them, letting them know that your environment is Corona or COVID-19 free meaning that you and your family are safe, meaning that none of you um, have pre-existing health conditions if you are requesting the child to be child be with you. This parent, when they go, when you guys go back to court, should you decide to spend that three to five thousand dollars on a contempt charge? If you don't know how to file yourself, um, you'll be able to prove to the judge that this parent used what was one of the worst times in our most recent American history to harm you and to put their child in harm's way they're going to get more than a slap on the wrist especially if you have kind of a decent attorney um so just make sure you do everything in writing for those of you and if you're having visitation withheld i am so sorry please and and this this, these words might you know I, i know nothing can bring comfort if you don't know where your child is or if you cut off from contact or you can't really speak to them freely if you don't know if they're in the household with someone that is possibly carrying this deadly virus. And I am so sorry. I say my prayers every night, not only for my family, but for your family too. And I just ask that all of you, everyone that's hearing the sound of my voice, please pray for our brothers and sisters, no matter what their family situations are, because as we've seen, any one of our lives could change in a heartbeat in the snap of a finger Any one of our lives or the people that we love lives can be changed immediately. So this is a time to be prayerful, to take care of yourself, to meditate a whole lot. Don't be scrolling social media all day. Eat extremely healthy. If you can exercise, do that. I mean, me and my family, we go outside and have zombie fighting lessons because I've seen how this story begins. Starts off as a little virus, a little cough. And next thing you know, next week, we're trying to eat each other's brains miss nausea ain't about to get caught up in no walking dead stuff y'all i can run me a good five miles in uh three and a half hours flat so there you go zombies (laughs) all right everybody so like i said i will see you until this thing ends until we're off this lockdown i'm here every week people I'm here every week. I want to hear from you. I want to see you. You all know how to find me online. If you want to come on the Ask Naja segment, then remember email podcast at Naja Hall. I'll see y'all next week. I love you. And thank you so much for your support. Oh, and by the way, I accept you guys' apology. I accept y'all's apology. I'm not mad at you all anymore. This is, I know I'm crazy with Najah Hall. I'll see you next Tuesday and every Tuesday thereafter until the world opens back up. I know I'm crazy. I know, I know I'm doing crazy. I am crazy. Naja Hall.